This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. And this is not just another Silver Dollar episode. This is a special one. This is a special one. Yeah. It's the 300th episode of Stay Paid. Oh, what's the, it's yeah. The- oh, wow, that's a double sound effect. I got lucky on that one. I kind of just hit the yellow one hoping it was the applause. That is fantastic. <laughs> so we are going to do something a little fun for this episode. We're actually going to introduce you, the audience, to all of the team members behind the scenes that make Stay Paid happen. We refer to them affectionately as the Stay Spartans. Paid Squad. Oh, oh. I, oh, sorry. I thought it was the Spartans. You know, movie 300. I meant the Stay Pay Squad. You know, yeah. The Stay Paid Squad. But real quick, before we get into that, just a little bit of trivia slash reminiscing on the podcast, because this is episode 300. When this comes out, um, we'll be almost in our fourth year of stay paid our first episode launched in january 22 of uh 2018 who is our most active listener you think it's barb oh do you think i mean she's she's our most active commenter yeah absolutely shout out to barb judson who's i have uh, to ask is your mom still listen she uh no yeah my mom doesn't listen anymore (laughs) but it's transferred to my brother so my brother did not listen for three and a half years and he finally started listening because he's starting his own my business. My brother, who's been a guest, like I have to keep telling him, "Listen, hey, listen to this episode." And I say, "You bum, man! You were you used to listen to me all the time." Now, no. January twenty second, two thousand eighteen, after recording about five different versions of that first episode, yes, we finally crazy. launched. Uh, I the first episode I was on actually wasn't on in the beginning. Was episode five in yeah. February of the same year, and then our first guest was technically episode seventeen, but more of a co-host. Uh, and she's actually going to be interviewed today, Jesse Fitzpatrick. So she came on Whoa. and we did like a Marketo marketing uh, recap. Was she our first guest? You were, on, uh, you were at a conference. Wow. So that was the first time we had someone other than you, me, or Sefton on the show. Our first real guest was Stephen Acree. Yep. On My brother. On episode 22. Yep. Where we recorded him, but the video didn't work. Or yeah, so it was just audio. So Yeah, there was like you a go picture. <laughs> it's like a headshot of Stephen yeah. as he's talking. It's <laughs> go back and watch the YouTube video. It's just Stephen's headshot that like was sitting like his between first, us. Her, his first year in the business. Yeah, he just yeah. started yeah, he real just estate. started in, in real estate. Now this year he'll do probably 350, 60 transactions this year. It's been crazy, right? Our first guest not related to you was Sina Azari. Uh, I love Sina, man. He's with. awesome. Yeah. yeah, we still stay in touch with him. A uh, couple others, Tiffany Beltran, Colton Lindsay, Nick Aarons, Andy Dane Carter, David sell a lot of great guests crazy looking back at those original guests a lot of them we still stay in touch with but also thinking about like i thought we interviewed colton Lindsay well into the interview not the third interview that we did all great interviews and if you want to hear how josh and i have progressed yeah definitely go check some of those out we were terrible we're going to do something a little (laughs) special with this intro to kind of give people an idea of how we've progressed here february 2019 we went through this period where we were only doing interviews and we did that all the way up until may of 2020 when we launched the first silver dollar episode in order to, and we actually called it 10 ways to connect with clients in 10 minutes at specifically to kind of put out these shorter bite-sized episodes because people were, were asking for that. Another couple milestones, episode 100, we had our CEO on Steve yeah. Bakery. Steve, that was our most popular one for a while. That was the most popular one for a but long it got time. Overthrown. Now it's cold calling, right? Cody Askins. Cody Askins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most downloaded episode. Uh, but that's a really great episode to go back and listen to. If you just want to learn more about, you know, the business, what, what we do here at reminder yep. media and, and that journey, journey episode 200 was a fun one where ariel interviewed you and me so that was kind of a q a with that one three halloween episodes later five studios later 
We're here. Five fun, fun fact. Five studios. I think I wore this same shirt when we did the Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> I think Pedro. I did. It does look Pedro. very familiar. I think I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had five studios. We were originally in um, a really small office, and we had some fake brick Yep, paneling, like leaning up behind us. You can go watch the YouTube videos, <laughs> and I like literally like spoke into the mic like this with my lips touching it. <laughs> then we moved to another office area where we actually broke down a wall to make a larger studio, and we were there for the longest time. Then we moved into a small conference room in our new studio space, and we put up a real nice wooden mm-hmm. panel wall. And then we had to move off to the floor because, because of, COVID. of COVID. Yep. And now we have real wood, so we've gone from yep. fake brick. To real wood. All of you guys is listening to this, your listeners, the ads that we're running on this helps pay for this wood wall. <laughs> Do we even run ads? Do we run ads on our show at all? No. no. <laughs> no the exactly. leads that we get for this help pay exactly, for the wood wall. Exactly, yes. All right, so we're going to bring in our guest here. Uh, we're going to be speaking with uh, Gabriel, Tamira, Jesse, Chelsea, and Ariel. So I think the first one that we're bringing on is Gabrielle King. She is a copywriter and actually writes all of the blog posts for the episodes that also kind of what we refer to as show notes. She writes the YouTube description. She writes the show notes that go into the podcast feed itself. So if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts and you're, and you scroll up, uh, you'll see all of those show notes. And then she writes all of the emails that we send out for our clients. I'm kind of giving away a little bit of <laughs> what she does, but Gabriel King, Woo! welcome to stay paid. Welcome. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited to be here. You have no idea. She was saying before that we got on, she's like, I'm so excited to be here. How much fun you guys have. And we do yes. have a lot of fun. We do. Yeah. We so try to. Tell the audience a little bit about your background, how long you've been at Reminder Media, and, and some of what you do for the show. Sure. I'd love to. Thanks again for having me. I think this is a great idea. Hi, everyone. Uh, let's see. Uh, as Josh said, my name is Gabriel. I've been with Reminder Media. I think I'm coming up on two years wow in february time flies but gosh sometimes it feels real short and other days it's like oh my lord <laughs> the day but, she's um, working with me it's short the day she's working <laughs> with you it's long <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i uh, i left a job i had for 15 years to pursue writing because that's what i really really wanted to do and um did some training tried my own business for a while if i had listened to you guys earlier, I probably would still be doing that. But um, now I'm, I'm here writing for you guys. So and enjoying every minute of it. Is it fun fact in it? Um, Gabriel, didn't we contract with her? We did. Before we brought her on. That's a testament to your talent is we weren't sure Thank because you. as we, as you grow a company, one of the things is you don't really know exactly what you're doing. That, <laughs> that, yeah. Full transparency. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. So you're, you think, okay, yeah, we need to hire a writer. We need to get someone who does copy. But that's a big leap when you're like, imagine just paying someone to write. Yeah. Think about that concept in your business right now. Just paint that. That's a big leap for somebody to make. And so I, we contracted with Gabrielle, and then you know we were impressed. And we're like, okay, we'll bring her on full time. It worked out. So it's a testament to your talent. So we knew it was a job interview, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabrielle, uh, share yes. with the audience maybe some of your tips since you copyright <sighs> for a living, uh, writing emails, sure. writing blog posts, writing a ton of content. What are some of your best copywriting tips for businesses? Well, I would say above and beyond everything, you have to have a really good subject line for your emails or headline for your blogs or such, because the bottom line is if you can't get them to click, it doesn't matter what else you've done. Mm. So um, I think it was um, 
Ogilvy who said 80% of every dollar goes into your headline. Yep. So that's, that's kind of what I would suggest you really need to work on. Yeah. Um, it's really difficult. I have spent many, 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 a, a, an hour trying to get the headline just right. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, it kind of, it kind of uh, depends. It helps to know your audience really well. Um, one of the things I've learned, for example, is that emails that have numbers in them seem to really appeal to our audience. Mm. So that would be one of the things. But we, we in the biz call it having a hook. <laughs> and so if you, I could give you like a couple of ideas about how to really develop that hook if, if you would like. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it's one okay. of the biggest challenges of what you're talking about also for writers is to realize like no matter how great your content is, and this works for anything, whether you're doing a video, whether you're doing any, even a sales pitch, no matter how great your pitch is, no matter how great your content is, if you don't have something that hooks people in, they will never see your mm -hmm. message in today's world where everyone is bombarded by so many messages. So yeah, what are some of the tips for writing a great hook? Yeah, couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, one of the things that I try to do is stick to what we call the four U's of copywriting. Um, and what that simply means is every email subject line or headline should try to accomplish four things. You should try to make it unique. You should try to make it ultra specific. And that's a little bit of a cheat because you don't <laughs> spell specific with a U, but ultra specific you want to have it to be useful and some sense of urgency in it. And oh, if you can write a subject line that has like maybe three of the four, you're doing really, really well. So that's what you can do. Um, another thing I would do is, oh, people try to do this all the time. You don't want to be clever in your subject lines. Mm. You want to be specific. Mm. Clever might make you feel really cool as a writer. It's like, oh, wow, look at that metaphor or the way I spent. No, no. You want to be just as clear as possible because people, they might, <laughs> nice, and then move on. Right. But yeah, you want to be absolutely clear on that. Yeah. Um, any kind of an internet search, if you do like um, effective subject lines, you'll, everybody out there is giving you formulas for these subject lines, you know, do this plus that and the other thing. They're helpful, but again, you're, you're trying to be a little bit unique as well. So one of the ones I've been trying to do recently is what we call the E plus T plus C. So E-T-C. Um, and what you do is you start your subject line. And this isn't just like I said, it's an example. There's hundreds of different formulas out there. But you start with the end result. You tell them how fast you're going to get that result. And you respond to an objection all within like 60 characters. Mm. So there's your challenge, right? So, for example, how to get more sales would be your action, right? Um, in seven days could be your time period, right? And then the last one could be like without being an extrovert. So, how to get more sales in seven days without being an extrovert. Now, it's more than 60 characters, but you get the idea. Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. Those are some great tangible tips that people can take away. You can also see um, we love acronyms across the board. Yeah, they're, they're digestible. The four U's, the ETC. Yeah. Gabriel, thank you so much for right. coming that's on and introducing so yourself. Thank you so much for all that you do here at Reminder thank Media you. and, of it's, course, It's a pleasure, guys. You're the best to work with. Thank Thanks. you. Our next guest, you may actually recognize if you've been listening to the podcast for some time because she was on the podcast as well. We interviewed her uh, because uh, she owned a former business, and so mm -hmm. we kind of talked about, you know, what was it like starting a business and how have you transitioned into this marketing world? Her name is Tamira Johnson. Tamira, welcome to the podcast. Woo! 
Cool thing about Tamira. So Renee, who's probably our biggest fan out in Arizona. Josh keeps hitting the clap button. I forget that Ariel also has the sound machine. Yeah. <laughs> Renee, um, shout out to Renee if you listen to this episode. But she's she's awesome. She's in our beta test for us with Facebook right now. But she actually listened to Tamira's interview. Mm-hmm. And I think they have since been kind of connected now and are friends now. And it's amazing. Yeah, you how, just did a race. Yeah. Or, it's like, like a virtual race. Yeah. What's so cool about that, though, that I want to point out to the audience is that a lot of times when you listen to podcasts or you're, you're seeing someone on social or anything like that, you don't feel like you can actually reach out. No, these are just real human beings. Just reach out to each other because we're connected with Renee now. She's in a beta test program for us. She's friends with Tamira. I think it's a really neat thing. And it's a testament to Tamira's episode. So go check that out. What episode number was that? That's a great question. Ariel's going to look it up. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, Tamira, tell us what you do here and how long you've been with Reminder Media. Hi, guys. Uh, Luke and Josh, it's always great to be here with you. I have been here for coming up on four years. Woo! So that is amazing. Been here. Um, we are working still as entrepreneurs. It feels like a small business, but we are a really big business and we deal with great people. We have a very large email list. And um, I do Marketo. So Marketo is our corporate email software. That's like a big word. It's, it's an Adobe product, but we send this out to our customers and our prospects. So if you're listening, you're a part of our email list, you know about us. This comes from <laughs> us. This comes from Gabrielle. You've seen Luke, you've seen Josh's face on there, but what we do is we keep email going out. Email is not dead. If anybody tells you that it's not because if you have your phone, you're getting stuff every day from different companies. Um, even if we're doing text messages, email is the best thing. So I'm just going to give you a few tips. If you're a small business, a lot of us have small businesses. So I'm going to talk to anybody who has about one employee to about five employees. Your email list can be in in Excel. Mm -hmm. You do not have to have like a robust program. Um, Excel, writing it down on a a piece of paper, transposing it later on in the evening, and then getting your email set up. If you want to do something that's a little bit better, if you feel like you need to make it much more professional than using um, Gmail or Hotmail, who uses Hotmail anymore? You can use (laughs) MailChimp. (laughs) I still use Hotmail. Um, You can use MailChimp, Constant Contact. I've used MailChimp and it's really great. Um, You can also look at your open rates and Open rates, you want to pay attention to that because you know when people are engaged. Gabrielle lets me know all the time when our open rates are very small because we need to keep that number up. So you might have a list of 100. You might have a list of of 30. Make sure you're sending out on a consistent schedule. So if you pick a Monday, stay with that Monday. If you have something that you want to say within the middle of the week, you've got a great sale, you have a great product, test that out. And go with your gut, with your with your content. Like I know Gabrielle does that a lot. She'll write, she'll ask a lot of questions. But if you know your audience, because you're walking up to them every day, yep. you do know these people. But if you are not connected to them, meaning you have an online business, so you're not seeing them, go with how you feel. Go on Instagram, look at what people are liking. Talk about that. Don't feel bad about not sounding professional because with the world that we're in, people are very... What's the word? Just very casual. You know, yeah. you know, you know to keep the lines together, but just be casual. Just be their friend. Speak to them one-on-one. Um, another thing I want to give you, wait, before I even say that, because you know I'll start talking. Luke and Josh, you have any questions to ask me? I just want to say, like, at, as you're talking through this, um, I always, like, Tamira has probably the most nerve-wracking job 
in the <laughs> in the company. Like well, if you've ever sent an email blast, or if you've ever used people, if you've ever used Mailchimp, there's actually they have that 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 monkey finger like over the red button. Like, are you sure you want to hit it? Like, it's everybody's <laughs> feeling before sending an email. So I just wanted to give props to Tamira because she it's so nerve wracking as she's talking about all the different tests that she's uh, setting up and segments and lists and making sure that getting the criteria correct. Um, want to give you a shout out for that. But yeah, what was your next tip? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it is going to be nerve wracking. Don't worry, because we want to make sure that we're saying the right thing. We're sending it to the right people. And we also want to make sure that you're connecting and you're you're not insulted. You know, when we're talking to you. We want to make sure we're not so casual that if we say, hey, guys. So think about that when you're when you're opening up your. We your have email. gotten in trouble for saying that before. Sorry, yeah, right. email. Hey, guys. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah, you I specifically. say that all the time. I don't know where that came from. If that's a Virginia thing or a Luke Acre thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know say that all it's, the time. It's totally, it's totally a thing. Um, Canva, if you want to like make it look really nice and you don't have Adobe and you don't have um, an illustrator or graphic designer, you can use Canva. But I will tell you, a lot of our emails that are open quicker, we have better responses or plain text emails because mm-hmm. they just feel, again, casual. And from um, if it's coming from Luke, people are saying, hey, okay, Luke is, is talking to me. I want to know about him. I want to know what he's saying. If it's coming from Josh, just make sure you're not overdoing it. But if you have a really robust product that you want to get out there, get in Canva, make sure that that it looks nice. And if you're not a writer and you do have a little bit of money to spend or you want to experiment, go to places like TaskRabbit or even Fiverr. Um, I'm not going to spell it right. Look it up, <laughs> but look for those places. You can put some money aside for that or go to your local colleges and universities where you can actually find an intern that will want to write for you and you will give them. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like you can do that. So, I mean, I mean Gabrielle's shaking her head. No, but I'm, I'm going to say yes. Open that up. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 don't do that. But you, that, that is kind of giving back that reciprocity there. You're going to learn with them. If you're a smaller business, if you're a larger business, yes, hire somebody that, that knows what they're doing. But again, don't feel like you can't talk to your audience through email. People look at it. They're looking at it every day. If they're at a, if they're at a stoplight, I know we should not be texting and driving, but people are doing that in traffic. So don't see that as something that you can't do. You can do it. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And and I'm going to keep saying don't. I would do point it. out um, too, for everybody listening, is that, I mean, obviously with the latest changes in iOS and everything that's happening with Facebook ads, and then you look at Zillow and Zillow going to where now they don't even distribute the leads to you. They're calling them first type idea. Like you at least own your email list. Mm-hmm. So even though email is a crowded space, it still works. The return on investment is still really good. But the most important thing is it's your list. And no matter what happens on the social media platforms that are out there, this is your list that you can communicate with and then translate that email list and go, how do I get the physical addresses of these people as well? Yeah. Because then you can hit them from a physical mail standpoint. Absolutely. Great, actionable advice to Myra. As always, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for what you do with Reminder Media and for Stay Paid. Yes. She's episode 171. Episode 171. Go check it out. All right. Our next guest coming on is Jessica. We call her Jessie, but Jessica Fitzpatrick. You've seen her on the show a couple times. She's been on in the early days. Uh, Jessie, uh, why don't you go ahead and explain? Why don't you go? Why don't you tell everyone who you are? <laughs> <laughs> Jessie, well, go. Hello, everybody. Wait, we didn't clap Hi, her in. Oh, I'm Jessica sorry. Fitzpatrick. Jessie! <laughs> Woo! I, I kind of forgot my transition there. <laughs> it was almost like that moment where you forget someone's name and you're like, hey, you. Hey, you. <laughs> Your turn. Go. 
No, that's it's kind of exciting. I didn't realize I was one of the first guests, but I have been with the podcast since we started, which at episode 300, this is very exciting. I've been through all of the different rooms and all of the different phases. Jesse actually came in over the weekend one one oh, week, yeah. one hung up a wall that fell and down. painted oh that's true too she did that <laughs> yeah, she did painted that. she no, painted no. a wall in our studio like she has helped us set up every single every single studio sorry go ahead it's gotta look good yeah. it's gotta look big time you guys <laughs> <laughs> um but i have been with reminder media a little over six years now so done a lot of different jobs but the podcast has been the wildest ride i think because we've gone all over the place with this thing um, so I'm going to talk about content. I am the brand content manager. So that's what I do. We work on content and the podcast is a piece of content. Mm. Um, my advice to everyone is to be consistent and make a plan, but also don't overthink it. So what I mean by that is you guys talk about it all the time. Consistency is key. And there's so many different pieces of content you could put out. You can have a blog, you can have social media, you can be putting out emails, and I actually was thinking about it. We did this with the, our podcast with Stay Paid is we planned it out and we, we tried not to do too much at once. So we started slow. So you know your business. If you want to start a blog, you can start a blog, but make sure that you have time mm. for dedicating to a blog. You don't want to start something and then just drop it because there's no point in that whatsoever. So we did it with the podcast. You know, we put it out through listening platforms. We built off of that. We started doing the podcast blog posts, built off of that, started doing social media. So plan it out. You don't have to do everything at once. You don't have to tackle video and social media and everything all at the same time. Just kind of start slow, be consistent, build your audience, and then work up from there, which we've done and I feel like has been a great outcome for us. Well, one of the things I think of when I think of like content too is I think it was Ed Stulak who we had on the show who talked about how you basically, you have a brand, whether you think so or not, you either are mm -hmm. controlling the brand or somebody else is controlling the brand. And when you think about, you know, our, your content that you're putting out, you're literally putting out to the world what your brand is. And the, the key word of consistency is all about, it's going to represent your brand. And if you're consistent in what you're putting out and you're out in front of people all the time, you're controlling the messaging. And that's one of the keys to PR is controlling the messaging. But it's just understanding that content is a long-term strategy that's a brand building strategy, hence brand content manager, Jesse's title. <laughs> but it's a long-term strategy that's not instant gratification. And with the podcast, I think it's a great point that one of the things Things that we just did over time is we realized, oh my goodness, here we're putting out this podcast consistently, but we can then break it up. I think you called it, what is it, the pyramid, content pyramid, mm -hmm. and break it down into all these other different pieces. So a lot of times your content can work that way as well, is just pick one thing that you're really passionate about, and that one thing, I bet you, can be broken up into micro pieces of content and put out a a, on a ton of different platforms. So something else to think about there. Yeah, I want to make sure because Jesse didn't really explain a whole lot of what she does with the show, but that she gets credit for literally running almost like from scheduling to yeah. working with the guests to get them booked to making sure that we're recording episodes when we should be recording episodes, telling us that we're about to run out of episodes. You guys got to get back in the recording the show. Literally yeah. the adult on the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> You get another clap for that, Jesse. Well done. Uh, dealing with Josh and Luke. Thank you so much for coming on, Jesse. All right, we're going to bring on our next guest and probably our most tenured, I believe, yeah, our most tenured employee on this panel. 
Her name is Chelsea Kirk, and she's done a lot of different jobs throughout yeah. the years here at Reminder Media. Chelsea, welcome to Stay Paid. Woo! Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's really cool and weird to be on the other side, so we're doing it. <laughs> but yes, um, I have been here, I guess, eight and a half years. And you're correct. I've done a lot of very random things. Um, design work. I'm a graphic designer um, initially, but I've done a lot of things back in the day when we were creating content. Um, we were kind of at one point I was like making recipe videos and all the random things. Fun fact, the wood ball that is behind you that you were talking about. I did create that to begin with. I guess it was in a different part of the building and we moved it here for the studio. Just another. Well, it's, it's amazing because this is all reclaimed wood and you went and picked out the wood, right? And then you actually worked with somebody on the floor, choosing which pieces would go where so that it all fit together. Amazing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, it was crazy, but it was fun. I love doing like DIY stuff like that. So that's, I think how I got into that. And you've designed uh, our state paid logos. You've designed a lot of our swag and everything. And then you post on social media for us. So tell us, uh, I guess, tell the audience, what are some of the things you've learned and what are your best tips for social? Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess Luke was kind of touching on it. He stole my idea a little bit, but I was going to kind of further explain, I guess, the micro content aspect and just like repurposing your content. So obviously for us, we have this podcast, we have the video version of it. We have an audio um, version. What we do is we take that um, stuff and kind of chop it down, I guess, into smaller segments for social media. Mainly Um, we can do like the real versions. We have little square versions for our feed um, video wise. And then we also do like different quote graphics as well. Um, the carousel graphics are great to do because um, those kind of come up multiple times in people's feeds. So um, it encourages people to swipe and kind of save that content, which is another good um, thing that helps boost your content. Um, and also like when we do post that content, I try and as much as possible um, share that in our stories as well, because the stories have a great opportunity to do all this engaging fun stuff Um, you can do polls, you can do quizzes, all kinds of fun stuff there. Um, literally the same piece of content, but you're just using it again and again, just making your life so much easier. Um, and then of course we mentioned the blog posts that we have, or we call them show notes, but that's just another way as well. Um, like you kind of just have to get out there as many, as many places as possible because, you know, someone might not be on Instagram, but they might see your stuff on a blog post. So you're just taking that piece of content and getting it out as much as possible while also making less work for yourself. So <laughs> sounds like a good thing. <laughs> I guess I would throw in as well, just like so, um, scheduling social media content, because that's what I do a lot. So I literally go on uh, in on Fridays and I schedule out. Um, we use Agora Pulse to schedule everything. I'll schedule everything out for the following week. Um, so it's one less thing to have to worry about, but also I feel like it's better, um, quality content that way as well. Cause if you are just in a part where it's just like, Oh, I have to post something today. What am I going to post? Like, it's probably not going to be the best quality content that you have. Mm. So definitely take the time to plan it out and make sure it's good and like resonates with your audience and everything. So I will point out too that you've been doing uh, with my social and then I also see it on State Paid Reminder Media. 
is one is when you're doing quotes, a lot of times you're putting my picture in. And I notice that when I put um, a quote out with my picture in it versus just a quote, I get much better engagement. And I think it speaks, especially to the Instagram platform, that people are going to be engaging with content that they recognize. The other thing that I see that you've done really, really well is taking, I don't know if you get this from stock imagery or how you get the images, but you take really, really awesome pictures uh, and you put quotes with them. And so these are like very attractive pictures visually, uh, whether it's a city uh, lands or a landscape picture or what do you call it? Cityscape? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Josh. But these really attracting eye catching pictures. And I noticed those do really, really well. Uh, so just a couple things from a content perspective that I see you doing that's doing really, really well on my social media pages from an engagement standpoint. What sites are you using for images? Are you using Getty or using like a free source as well? Yeah, we do have Getty, but um, typically for social media posts, um, I go to Pexels, it's P-E-X-E-L-S, or Unsplash. Like they have so many... They have so many great photos, like great quality stuff for free to use. So yeah, the stock photo world has become crowdsourced in a way where it's, uh, these are free sites. So all of the images there are also creative common zero, which means you can use them for any purpose without having to give credit stock photos in the day. I'm going to age myself here, but used to have to order CDs (laughs) with stock photos on them. And it would cost like 1500 bucks for a CD of like 300 stock photos. No way. <clears throat> yeah. And then iStock came out and you could buy like, you know, a stock photo for 10 bucks and now it's everything's free. It, sh- it just shows you where everything is oh, going yeah. also. Seriously. Chelsea, thanks so much for being on for all you do for Reminder Media and of course here at Stay Paid Podcast on the Stay Paid Squad. Our next guest, I'm trying to figure out how much time I should be giving between these introductions because (laughs) our next guest is actually the one behind the scenes trying to make sure that everyone gets pinned and all the video is running correctly. You know her, you love her. Her name is producer Ariel Thomas. Welcome to Stay Paid. Woo! That was like... Perfect timing. I just got everything pinned as soon as you said my name. What's up, everybody? Ariel, everybody should know you if they follow this show, but kind of explain a little bit about what you do here at Reminder Media and on the show. For sure. So my name's Ariel Thomas, otherwise known as producer Ariel on Stay Paid. Um, I've been at Reminder Media almost four years, which is crazy. It has flown by. But I am the video producer at Reminder Media. So any sort of video content I have had my hands on at some point or another. Um, but yeah, I do a lot with stay paid. I record the episodes, make sure all the files get transferred to who they need to get transferred to. But outside of that, working a lot in marketing as well. So marketing the products that we sell at Reminder Media and all that jazz. So. How is it dealing with divas? <laughs> well, no, just kidding. You guys are so easy to work with. Wait, wait, I wasn't talking about us. What are you talking about here? No. <laughs> This is kind of funny because we've got like this, like Ariel's behind the screen that has everyone on it and I can see her yeah. on the screen. And so I keep like looking between the two. Yeah, oh. never do that. So Ariel, uh, being a video producer, being someone who is constantly, you know, uh, needing to put out um, video content, coming up with new ideas, putting yourself out there also in a way, like what are some of the, your best tips for business owners when it comes to video? 
I think for business owners, the biggest tip that I have um, is really just to do it. Like every single person I talk to that's a business owner knows that they should be creating video content, but no one actually, I shouldn't say no one, most people are too afraid to take the jump and actually do it themselves because they're so afraid. Oh, I'm not going to look good on camera. Mm. Oh, I don't like the way I look. Oh, X, Y, like you come up with every excuse in the book when in reality, the people that will resonate with your content will so resonate with video content. It's not just the things that you're posting on social media. It's not just the copy that you're writing in your emails. Like if you want to make yourself more personal and more humanized instead of just your business, you want to be you as a person, you have to be doing video content. So biggest tip there is really just to do it. But outside of that, start small. Everyone says, oh, for video content, I need to get this $500 DSLR and mm. this beautiful light and this beautiful microphone. And you guys say it all the time. The best system is the one that you'll use. Mm -hmm. The best equipment is the equipment that you're going to use and not just sit on a shelf and have it gather dust after two weeks of hating it every single second. So start small, use your phone. Um, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars worth of, you know, equipment and equipment if you don't want to just start small and then do it in a routine. So you get used to it and add it to your schedule and, um, just literally just do it. That's my only major tip is just to do it. One of the things that's helped me with video is stories. Stories are just an easy way to get started. Dip and, your toe and, in the water. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they go away. So that helps your confidence <laughs> level, right? But also, it's just... Have you ever deleted a story that you posted? Yeah. You have? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because you... I you, basically you, delete <clears throat> every version of media that can be posted. Because you, I have you, posted and deleted. You were self-conscious about it? Or you yeah. thought, oh, I should oh, have posted absolutely. that? Really? Absolutely. Or you realize, um, oh, I didn't realize that was in the background. Or I didn't realize, oh. you know... Oh man, I probably shouldn't say that. That's my hardest part with video. It's probably the hardest part for everybody with video is like, you don't want to be the actor version of yourself, but in a way you kind of are. Well, I love it so much. If you go back and look at early reminder media videos, we had this series called Above the Noise. Yes. And you know, it's kind of a joke like in the office, yeah. like, cause every, like Luke did the Hello. exact same intro every single was, time where yeah. it's, hey everybody, my name's Luke Acree. Welcome to Above the Noise, or this is Above the Noise, yeah. or something like that. But the point that I'm making there is what that did was it got you on camera. Yeah, it got you on correct. Film. Because you were able to almost create this personality or create this, this, this persona this in energy. My mind. Yeah. Yep. That, that let you get on film. And then that was four years ago, man. Yeah. Like yeah, that was, well, it four was longer years than ago. four years ago. Was it really? Yeah. It had to be five it was 2017, years ago. Yeah. Anyway, four or five years ago, uh, eventually got you to, you know, being able to jump on film got and me do to anything this. right I away. Mean, you guys are welcome. It got me to this. Wow. Well, <laughs> You've been on stage, dude. Like you've done some big things, but stage and you is haven't easier. even you stage haven't even worried is about easier it. than video. Is it Not really? from a nerve standpoint, but from an uh, from an actual like recording standpoint. Oh, performance it, standpoint, because you can so perform hard. on stage versus yeah, perform for the because camera. Because I get emotion when I look at Tamira or Chelsea or Ariel, Gabriel, Jesse, all of you guys. I can get energy from looking at your reactions, right in your faces, you're nodding, all that stuff. Camera, you're just staring down the lens, and there's no soul in a camera. Ariel knows this. I do know that. There's just no soul <laughs> in there. It's a soulless so it's black like, lens. <laughs> yeah, so you're trying to drum up energy and emotion. This is why actors are so talented, because they can drum up this energy and emotion that's not really there. They're not Like, I feed off of an audience. That's why you and I do well together. I feed off of you, man. I'm happy to be your food. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clickbait for you, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Work with that title. <laughs> Ariel, how many, I don't even think you talked about you. You actually, how many episodes do you think you've edited and videos that you've created oh, for Stay Paid? Like, can you even 
Can I don't even, even guess? I don't even know if I could put an actual number to that. I will say we I went back the other day and was looking at how many episodes I've at least produced of Stay Paid. Mm-hmm. And I believe that episode 300 is the 200th episode. Oh, that's Jeez. right. Yeah, that you I've said produced. that. Yeah, I'm that's awesome. sure I've done a bunch of other, like, I because we were at one point doing three social videos per episode. So I was editing the episode, then editing three additional videos on top of that, not including the audio that you have to edit first in order to do the video, in order to do all of the social content. Man, so that's a lot of so. putting up with our voices in your, <laughs> I, in your I headphones. Literally, there, I woke up one morning after I had a dream that I was recording the podcast, and I was like, I need to go on vacation. Like, this is, this is <laughs> too much. Luke is in my ears too it much. too much. Well, I have to use this opportunity to give a shout out to another unseen yeah. uh, star of the show, the company that actually edits uh, all of our podcasts. So, Ariel, you were editing podcasts, mm-hmm. and then we um, work with a company called PodcastMate. Yeah. So I think it's I think their website is still podcastmate.co. Yeah, that's you can dope. check them yep. out and you can um we They're actually awesome. had yep. one of our guests Brad McDaniel reached out to me and was like I love the stuff that you guys put out there your the, the people do your podcast are doing such a great job. Who who's you, who are you using? And so we sent them over to them but podcastmate thank you so much yes, you let's, deserve. Let's give a clap to podcastmate. Love it. All right everybody, thank you so much for joining us here on this episode the Stay Paid Squad. This is episode 300. Before we go, um, Luke, I want to ask you, because we ask every guest Hmm. this uh, question when they come on the podcast. And since Hmm. you're my guest today. (laughs) I thought they were our guests. I would like to ask you. Okay. What would you go back and tell Luke before episode one of Stay Paid? Knowing what you know now. You will find your food in the future. (laughs) It will come in human form. His name is Josh. What's that, Soylent Green? This just got real weird. This got so crazy. It's trippy. It's like a Joe Rogan podcast or something. Uh, You want a serious answer? Yeah, I would like a... Yeah, I mean... Okay, serious answer. Um, All right, what would I go back and tell my younger self? There's so many things I probably would. Uh, Main thing I probably would tell my younger self is stop worrying about what other people think. I love it. That's it. I love it. What about you, Josh? You're not getting off scot-free. What would you go back and tell? I did think about that, and I, I would say don't be a wuss, you know? <laughs> don't be a wuss. Don't be a Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I was. Yes, I was we'll a wimp. Like Were a, you a I, wimp? Yeah, I knew that we needed to do a podcast. I knew we wanted to do a podcast, and oh, I made you, someone else do it. You were talking about back then. Yeah, I said back then, before uh, before episode one. I would have jumped uh, in earlier. Yeah. I would have. I would have. Yeah, you were really nervous on the first ones. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, just so everybody knows, like I was interviewing, co-hosting with Sefton, and then you came on as a guest, and it was pretty sad, but you guys get to know me. I was kind of like, all right, Sefton, we need Josh on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And I love you, Sefton, if you're still listening to this, but it was, you were a natural. I was like, oh, we we got to get Josh on this. We got to get Josh on the show. Well, there's a lot of practical advice, right, that we wanted to bring to yep. the show of things that we've actually ran in our business that we've seen results and yep. that we can transfer that. Hopefully, we've done that over these last four years and 300 episodes. We would love if you take this moment, and if you want to send us a birthday present, head on over to Apple Podcast, leave us a review, let us know what you thought. Show our team some love as well. Give a shout out to Jesse, <laughs> to Myra, Gabriel, Chelsea, and Ariel. The real talent. On there as well. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for those show notes and the video of this episode. And uh, make sure to tell a friend about this episode. I ha- I've looked, so I have this... <laughs> I have so it's episode 300 so you said Spartan sure yeah so I found a Spartan joke nice there you go (laughs) so ridiculous why do Spartans hate waking up early 
because Dawn is tough on Greece. <laughs> <laughs> I could I laughed at that for like that's, five that's, minutes yesterday. I kept reading it. I'm going to be honest. That was better than I anticipated. Yeah, that was, be, that so. was a great one. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me that. or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Your action item, 300 episodes in, four years, maybe a little over four years, is take action. As Ariel said it, just do it. Yep. Just do it. Take action. That thing that's holding you back in your business, whether it's social, email, content, whatever it is, take action on it. The difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. Take action.